0: everybody, welcome back to Starfield Raw, I am Joe the Widget, and I am joined by my fellow hosts after a week of um, drooling for this game to start, and I am joined as always by the man with the master plan, Rook. What's up everyone, I am ready to get this episode started. And I, we are also joined by our our fellow host, the cool rude dude, Mr. Archon.
1: Hey everybody, how's it going? Got uh, not quite as much to bring to you today, but we're still going to have a good time, and we're ready to go. we got a bunch of random stuff to go over.
0: Um, GamesCon, it, it started this week, so there was only a couple little tidbits that came from that. We'll get into those. There was um, different things going on in the media. We'll talk about that. Uh, Rook has some good, insightful thoughts to go into, and we got a couple of emails So we're going to start with the one thing that Rook promised he would do on the last episode, and that's the timeline.
2: All right, thanks, Joe. I've been waiting for this for a while because this is the first game I've ever played that's actually released a timeline from the devs before the game released. And uh, usually it's like fans after a while have started piecing together all the lore.
0: and Fans have been doing some crazy stuff with this too. Like they did the whole star chart map. Mm-hmm. based off of, like, five seconds of video.
2: Yeah, it's amazing, though. Modern technology makes it so easy to find all this
0: stuff. <laughs> right.
2: But, yeah, I'm wondering if they're being prophetic here, because they say at the start of their timeline starts in 2050, and they did 10-year intervals when they were developing the game, so that way they had a story that they were trying to fill out when they started the game.
0: And 20- uh, so 20... 2050 yeah that, that, that that's actually a reasonable assessment seeing as like SpaceX wants to have people on the moon or not moon the Mars by 2027 <laughs> yeah that's possible and uh, 2050 I think would be more realistic than 2027
2: let's be honest yeah uh. <laughs> I'm with you on that and then 20, 2100 it jumps 50 years goes 2100 humans are living in space
0: how cool would that be Man, that's a fifty years jump. I think that's possible with how fast technology has been advancing. I think I, I think that's reasonable. Yeah, it's
2: twenty twenty three
0: right now, so that's only a
1: seventy seven year jump. Yeah, that's unfortunately, th- that won't be in my lifetime. <laughs> I hope to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be. I, I'm giving myself a twenty twenty fifty. If that's Ho- the case, hopefully, I make the twenty fifty <laughs> right. I'll
2: be 117 years old. If I feel as good then as I do now, and I'm still alive.
0: And you never know how technology can advance. Medical technology can suddenly cure cancer and aging. And will average lifespan will be 120 years? That would be amazing. But this ain't Star Trek. No. <laughs>
2: uh, then uh, they go on to 2156. We arrive in Alpha Centauri, which... 100 years based on our jump, I think, is possible. Uh, Then they jump ahead three years to 2159 when the United Colonies are founded. And one year later, New Atlantis is founded. So one of the starting cities, or one of the big cities, was founded in 2160, which is about 150 years or so
0: before the events of the game. 137 years
1: pretty yeah. crazy that in, in about hundred years they figure out how to make it f- over four light years away, because that's they, how far they, else is
0: and My far question is: far. though, is at one point at what point do they figure out faster than light travel?
2: That's the thing; they never point that out in this
0: timeline. So, I yeah. wonder if it's going to be lore based in game because we could actually get to Mars without having faster than light travel. It just takes a couple months, but we can do. We have that, that capability now. So. Yeah, maybe it happened in that, that time between 2150 and 22. 2050 and 2100, I meant. Yeah, it had to, uh, it had to have, especially if they start living in space. Because Alpha Centauri is hundreds of light years away. Or is it a thousand? Something
1: like that. It's, it's 4.37 light years from Earth. Oh, you are. Well, way lower than that. <laughs> I was so off. You're just, <laughs> wow, no, I, I failed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Archon, for giving us the facts. <laughs> just, just just, a little off there. But even then, those light years, it would take like half of a lifetime to get there without Faster Than Light? Yeah.
2: If yeah, not longer. A, yeah. Uh right, let's
0: see.
2: 2167, Cheyenne is founded. And in 2188, the Freestar Collective is founded.
0: And a lot of these names are going to make a whole lot more sense when we get into <laughs> that game in a week and a half. Well, by the time you guys listen to it, one week...
1: Yeah, we've talked about the Free Star Collective,
0: so we have. That's gonna make a lot more sense when we're getting involved.
2: Oh yeah, uh, I'm actually excited. I'm gonna jump. I'm not gonna read every little piece of this, but it's like the. I'm gonna give you all the major points. Like the founding of the Free Star Collective was in 2188, 2196. The war beto- the first war between the United Colonies and the Free Star Collective starts. It's called the. Uh, I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> I have that problem all the time. Uh it's one of those situations where uh the UC tried just taking an area. Let's see, twenty one twenty one uh or twenty one sorry, I can't count to read my own handwriting today. God, I hate gel pens. Twenty two sixteen the war ends. So that was a twenty year war.
0: Oof. Yeah.
2: Uh 2221 the Freestar rangers are founded uh constellation is founded in 2275 um the 2307 the colony war begins and in 2311 the colony war ends and I don't is, remember it what is they...
0: singular not plural
2: <laughs> yeah it is one war one Colony. Yeah, it's... The, the way the timeline reads, though, when you actually read all the details, makes uh, the United Colonies sound like dicks. uh 2310, Constellation finds the first artifact. And then uh, the last note I wrote down, because um, it was near the end of their timeline, is 2315. You see the United
0: Colonies Vanguard founded. And it's a civilian navy, so I wonder if you can join that in the game. Knowing Bethesda, most likely, or you'll have some kind of involvement with them.
2: Yeah, you know, but that's that's a lot of stuff to pack into a very tight area.
1: All this talk about how, like, they want to point out the fact that there's only one, been one colony war leads me to believe that in some point during this game we're going to experience another one.
0: Yeah, that's actually a very, very valid point. I didn't even think about that till now.
2: So they didn't call the first one a colony war, but the first one was uh, the first war was started because United Colony positioned a star station called the Clinic in order in orbit around the, De-pa- the Depala system or the Depala planet and the Narian system, and that starts the first war. Um, that causes the Narian people to vote to join the Free Star Collective,
1: and then that starts the first war. And then uh, that one wasn't really a. According to the timeline, that one wasn't really called a colony war. That was called the Narian War. So it only takes place in that one spot. It, it wasn't like a right. whole colony. That is true. You are so, right, sir. So that might be why they like to point out that there was only one. Colony <laughs> War. So this is true.
0: By the timeline, we're actually going to be picking up in the story about three hundred plus years from now. Uh something like that. It's twenty.
2: It's the twenty three hundreds when we. Uh, er, uh, I want to say closer to the mid twenty three
0: hundreds when we start. Yeah. So just over three hundred years. Yeah.
2: Okay, that makes so, sense. I don't know. I haven't seen anything about quantum te- jump technology. Or uh, not jump quantum jump technology. Uh, sorry, I'm mixing my games. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen anything about wormholes yet.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that yeah. that's going to be an interesting thing to discover in the game. Oh, I can't wait. We're a week away.
1: Oh. Well, based <laughs> on what weeks. I'm seeing here, uh, I see Barrett joins constellation around twenty three oh five. And Mm -hmm. then in uh, 2328, Barrett convinces Constellation to purchase Star Station L-868 and modify it to become a deep space scanner nicknamed the Eye, which means Barrett is still in Constellation. We've already seen him in the trailers. So, I mean, it Mm -hmm. has to be sometime shortly after 2328 where we're picking off because otherwise he'd be too old to still be there. Hmm. Hey, he doesn't seem too awful old in the game from the gameplay we've seen, so...
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm liking these lore conversations. This has been interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They, they dumped a, a bit of lore before the game starts. So like I'm, They actually tell you when people have joined Constellation in this timeline. I'm kind of one of those players that normally gets into these kind of games and just goes for the action. You know, it goes from combat to combat. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're saying stuff, saying stuff, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> but in this game, I, I'm actually very interested in the lore and what, and what they're going to do with it.
2: I'm the guy who sat there and played Fallout series and actually read the computers. I okay. can see
1: that. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. I didn't even do that one. I just hacked them, got what I needed, and left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right.
2: I I like the lore, but Bethesda throws a lot of lore in their games. They think it out really well, and they throw it in there.
0: A lot of side lore. Oh, tons and tons of side lore. And this is being the new IP. They have free reign to just do what they want. And in, in one episode, I think it was two episodes ago, episode three, we talked about, I think it was Rook that brought it up. Or was it Archon? I always forget. But when you guys brought up the fact that maybe this fits in the future of their overall Universe that they've created. Yeah, that was rude. Right. Yeah, yeah, that
2: was me because of I saw a video where they're talking about the plants in the game,
0: and uh, one of them looked suspiciously like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so I'm really curious to see if
1: they're going to have lore that kind of ties in with Fallout. Guys, you know, what's really cool to think about is that one week from the day this episode launches, one week from when we release this episode, we'll be playing the game. Yeah, like. So I'm going to
0: let you guys know right now what our, what our plan is. So we're going to be releasing episode six next Friday, um, like we planned. It's going to be a shorter episode. It's going to be our last pre-launch episode. So what the guys and I have decided to do is we're going to record again a Sunday 0.5 night. episode. We'll be recording it Sunday night, and it'll be 6.5, which will be our first impressions and the start of our gameplay. No spoilers. We will not be doing that. And that will be launching that Monday morning. The 4th. The fourth. So we we'll, and then actually, we'll have.
1: Actually, no, 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 no. We we decided we were gonna. Were we launching it Monday or were we launching it Tuesday? Because Monday's the holiday.
0: Either way, it'll come out Monday or Tuesday. You guys look. You guys will find it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll finalize that later. Um, we'll have a point five episode. So those kind of those two episodes will be kind of like one episode, but two separate timelines. One pre-launch and then one at launch, and then we'll do our regular episodes every Friday like normal, but will actually be getting into our actual gameplay every episode and then talking about the lore we're discovering and all that good stuff
2: now very important to clarify we all three got the premium edition to play early so that's why we're going to be able to release before the official launch date
0: that is correct thank you
1: which everyone they keep they kept saying that the game was launching on the first for early access but um that's like overseas on the first so we actually get it at what was it 6 the 31st yeah six it's the clock on the eastern time on the 31st or something like that well
0: it's 5 p.m pacific so that would be 8 5 Pacific.
1: okay so 8 p.m eastern time 5 p.m pacific is when it actually launches on the 31st right so needless to say thursday night i don't think i'll be getting any sleep no i'm gonna be loading up on a
0: whole lot of caffeine and get a lot of goodies and snacks i don't want to be making meals And I have the first to six off. And that's all I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be playing golf and I'm playing Starfield. Sleep is only an option.
1: You can golf the week (laughs) after.
2: Yeah. What are you doing, man? You don't golf during Starfield's first week. (laughs)
0: Right.
1: Unless there there is golf in Starfield, there is no excuse for that. If
0: there is, you guys wouldn't hear from me again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Except, Except for when we get together to make these episodes. Right. Hey guys, um, I'm Uh, seeing things in my room. (laughs) Another reminder just to throw out there that um, when this episode launches on Friday, when it airs, um, we're also going to be putting up the poll Friday. Hell yeah. Probably in the morning. (laughs) For my character and and what you guys want me to play, Um, I am going to put a little stipulation. I've been thinking about it this week and stuff. I am going to put a little stipulation on it. In order for me to do this... I have to get at least fifty votes on the poll because I, I I don't want this to end up just playing what one person votes me to play. So <laughs> like there has to be like a a, a general consensus. So I right, want I right. want at least fifty people to get out there and vote. Now is this we'll put just up,
0: overall or just for one topic? So do you so need fifty is, on one pick or is it just fifty overall?
1: Fifty overall votes, and I'm gonna take whatever one has the most votes. We're basically gonna put throw up every backstory starting thing up on there and and everybody's gonna get a chance to vote, so that's <laughs> um, a second voting? question. Can me and Rook vote? <laughs> oh, I mean well, will I be able to well I I don't think I'll be able to tell who voted, I'll just see numbers, hmm. won't I?
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe. I think it might be safe. But uh hey, Joe, I mean
1: no no, no our, I'll not do that to
0: you.
2: Let's quote fifty other accounts.
1: That's <laughs> right. the game. Since the game goes live 8 o'clock Eastern Time, which is my time zone, uh, the, the voting will stay open, we'll say, until 5 p.m. on the 31st Eastern Time. So, three hours before launch. All right. Is when we'll close voting, and that's what I'm going to play, whatever we come up with at that point. So, that's what get I'm out play. there and vote. So, vote. Make it fun.
0: <laughs> and you'll have to talk about that. It is. For probably like a month or so of episodes
1: yeah the more fun it is the better because I mean <laughs> this way I'm going in totally blind I won't know until three hours beforehand what what it is I'm gonna be doing so I'll have very little time to research what to do so <laughs> all right <laughs> that, that works. gonna be dangerous Let's get it. <laughs> so I, I was um,
0: browsing around YouTube a couple days ago and I, I saw something that really caught my interest and I started watching it so I sent the link over to these two. It was Adam Savage from Mythbusters. He has his own little um, YouTube show, it's called Adam Savage is Tested. And he got in collaboration with Bethesda, and him and his team are building an actual model, replica of the starting ship. And they're just doing it from a game file. So the first episode they show, they're actually doing all the 3D printing and doing a drive put, put together. It made me so excited for the game. Oh, yeah. I it, follow was, it was him. actually
1: really fun.
2: I follow him on Twitter or so, uh, on YouTube, so I already saw it. Yeah?
0: <laughs> so Yeah, it's actually pretty cool.
1: Check it out, guys. I saw you didn't share it with us. What the hell, Right?
0: <laughs> Dude. I thought we were friends. Right? I thought so, too. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <This> shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, they just did the... I think it's like a, a four or five part series they're doing. They're releasing it every week. So, check it out. I'm, I'm looking for the next one when they start doing painting and all that good stuff. All right. So, there was a lot of news going around um, because I think it was the beginning of, le- of this week. They sent out two weeks prior, which is kind of unheard of for games to do this. They sent out the um, Influencer or, or Dev game. Dev copies. Not Dev. Uh, press copies for review. They did this two weeks prior to game launch So that means, one, they have full confidence In this game, and two Pete Hines had mentioned in an interview That they wanted to give reviewers Enough time to actually get a small sense Of what the game is like And if you do it, 40 hours of gameplay It's just not going to happen
1: And And guess what happened Oh (laughs) (laughs) Of of course Of course Gameplay got leaked So if you don't want Spoilers be careful what you open because gameplay did get leaked. Um, they took it down off of like YouTube and stuff like immediately, but people managed to record it and get copies of it. And so it is out there, so be careful.
0: Yeah, they've been taking them down really quick because those NDAs are no joke. You can get in very serious legal trouble by breaking these NDAs and the embargoes. They're very, very strict about it. They're not allowed to say anything until August 31st at 12 Eastern. That's the earliest they can say anything about their play. And that's right before launch.
1: But one thing that uh, several of them have mentioned, though, and uh, I thought it was a pretty cool point, was several of them have mentioned, it's not a spoiler, so they were able to say it and not like get hit with the NDA or anything, but lots of the people who have gotten their hands on this... Have said that they've made it like seventeen hours plus into the game and haven't ran into a single bug, which, if you know Bethesda launches, that's super high hopes right there. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> hearing promising. That makes me very happy. I'm yeah, it's very promising to hear that they made it that far into the game and no bugs. So, I
2: would actually be really upset if they did have bugs, especially if the rumors on how long they've been working on this game is true.
1: Right. Well, I mean. Every Bethesda game that's launched so far has launched with bugs, but the fact that they made it this far into the game and haven't found, haven't ran into them yet, that's...
0: I would imagine the first 40 hours of the game is going to be highly polished to try to avoid that. Because yeah. the first impression of the game, the first 40 hours is what's going to make or break it. Actually, the first 10.
1: So you're saying I'm going to run into bugs after about two days?
0: Possible, but I think they're going to be just minor bugs. Like may- maybe some minor graphical glitches on maybe the pre-gen worlds, but I I don't see them having a lot, which is unusual because um, Elder Scrolls Online was played with it. Skyrim was played with it. <laughs> um, why, why,
1: do, why do I feel like I'm that guy that Sunday when we record our little .5 episode, I'm like, well, I'm uh, 43 hours into the game now after two days. <laughs> and the game crashed. <laughs> My eyes are bleeding, but uh, that's okay. I'm getting some eye drops later this afternoon.
2: Sadly, I won't be that engrossed into the game because of work, but uh, I'll still be getting my videos out there. I'm going to be sitting here. Mom, poop.
1: What, 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 <laughs> Jeremy, it sounds like you're starting to come down with something. You might be sick in about 10 days. <laughs>
2: right. Very specifically, <laughs> 10 days. I, I
1: can hear it coming and like, it's, it, it sounds it's, like it's about
0: 10 days away. It's a new strain of COVID caused, called Starfieldia. Yeah.
2: Starfieldia.
0: <laughs> and it's very specific on when it hits. And it only hits for like a week. And the funny thing is a lot of these influencers have been going on Twitter complaining about lack of sleep. Most of them <laughs> have been complaining and griping that they have had no sleep in the last three days.
1: All into your boss. I'm sorry. I have uh, COVID September first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no COVID
2: strain. I, I'm not as young. We're not as young as we used to be. So staying up and binging this game all night is going to be terrible on us.
1: Uh, I I did it with Diablo Four when it came out. I was up until probably six a.m. or so. So I, I could I could <laughs> do it.
2: When I was when I was younger and a new game came out, I would binge that game. Uh let's say uh yeah, uh Halo 3. I binged and completely ran through that game for 3 hour uh, 3 days straight before I tried sleeping. And then after that, nope, not again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, re- I'm really bad with television shows like Oh yeah. The new, <laughs> like the new season of Cobra Kai comes out and launches at like 3 a.m. Pacific time, and I'll I'll stay up and watch the entire season before I go back. <laughs> <laughs> Cobra
2: Kai is Dude, awesome. <clears throat> I amazing. sat and binged every episode of NCIS with oh. only sleeping. <laughs> there's it's night. There's 20 seasons. Jeez, gonna say like, that's a ton.
1: Yeah, that's... and
2: only slept for about four hours each night just so I could wa- finish watching that. Hey, it's one of my favorite shows. There's only Um, a few
1: shows I'll do that for, like Stranger Things or... I don't really care for Stranger Things. Uh Uh-oh, I'm going to have hate mail now. I saw three (laughs)
2: seasons. It was okay. It never Uh, really kept my attention long enough
0: for me to keep watching it.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, now I hope my daughter doesn't listen to the podcast. She's going to send you hate
0: mail. I mean, it wasn't bad. It just... I don't think personally it was worth the hype. You're no longer going to have that endearing fan. Uh. All right. (laughs) All right. So Inside Gamer. One thing I noticed is that a lot of these different major news sites, they all picked up on the fact that there was a lot of these um, leaks going on. And then even if they caught them, they were all very, very good about it, saying we're not going to spoil the game. We're just not going to do it. But Inside Gamer had a really good quote that was not a spoiler it said a lot about what they saw and they said we're not saying anything to spoil the game but even in these awkward leaks starfield's gameplay looks absolutely fantastic it's almost impossible to notice that it's locked at 30 frames a second on xbox on the xbox series x and s at times and the animations scenery environment are brilliant
1: i mean that sounds good to me i feel bad for the the xboxes that are they are locked at 30 frames per second but if you don't notice it then what's the point, point yes yeah. that's not too bad i mean yeah i mean being, a, lo- go
0: ahead.
2: being locked at 30 frames per second as long as your graphics are coming through well and you don't see any um pixelation or anything like that you're golden
0: yeah that's what i'm say. 30 frames a second is is fine if it's smooth you won't see anything you won't even notice a difference even at 4k
1: a lot of us older uh, older generation gamers that are super excited for this game probably can't see past 30 frames per second anyway with our old eyesight.
0: Yeah, like 20. Yeah. Uh,
2: I'm not going to say anything because I got decent eyesight.
0: I'm going to be getting a new monitor. I have a new curved monitor I'm going to get, 31 inches, 4K, 4, uh, not 4K, but 1080. But it's going to be at a 200 hertz refresh rate just so I can geek out on this game
2: my one, my 144 hertz refresh rates fine for this game yeah
0: yeah but my current monitor it's a 28 inch curved with it's like a I think it's like 75 Hertz which is nothing so it's not as good. It's not where I want it to be so I can take in all the awesomeness.
2: I love how we're sitting here in these time, days and age when we grew up with CRTs with <laughs> crappy r- refresh rates and we're talking about how 75 ain't good. Man, when I was a kid
0: <laughs> I was lucky to get
1: 10 frames a second on the Super Nintendo. My, I don't have curved monitors, but I have dual monitors and I like them. I so. actually want to get the uh,
0: Samsung's Galaxy monitors. Oh, those are so nice, but they're so expensive.
2: Yeah, but if you get three of them side by side, it's a 180-degree
0: view continuous. Which would be incredible, and I I can nerd out about that completely. Get one of those really comfy (laughs) chairs. Oh, there's something on Twitter. I didn't put it in the notes, but they had this. I don't know if it was a joke or it was a real thing, but they went and uh, Bethesda tweeted about Tempur-Pedic and them (laughs) partnering up. And they had this incredible setup, like three monitors with
1: a Tempur-Pedic chair built into it. And I was like, "Oh, I want!" <laughs> could, you, could you imagine playing Starfield in a in a setup like uh, from Ready Player One? You're like on the multi-directional treadmills and all. Immersed Talk about in getting it in all. shape, dude! I would love it. That would be so much fun.
0: I'm pretty fit, but man, that would that would just do the rest of it right there for me. Suddenly, you hear about all of the hospital business
2: because kids are
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Kids
2: can't keep going.
1: Children at healthiest they've ever been. <laughs> so, guys, where like was when, this? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, like when the Wii first came out, suddenly there was like a surge in like kids getting healthier because they actually had to move to play it.
2: Yeah, any yeah. more of that? Or a Pokemon Go when people are Pokemon outside? Go. Oh my gosh! For you the first how many time and ever.
1: You know how many miles a day I walked when Pokemon Go first came out? (laughs) Until I figured out how to hack it to where I could just sit in one place and move my... Yeah. Then I
0: was good. My son got really into it, and he got me into it. And, uh, yeah, we went on many walks.
1: Dad, there's a gym right down the street. (laughs) Let's
0: go to that gym. Let's go take that one. There's one five miles away. Let's go. Just remember...
2: The most important thing to remember is lazy people will find the most ingenious ways of doing things so they don't have to uh, get exhausted. (laughs) So figuring out how to hack the game is perfect.
1: (laughs) Coming soon, Starfield Go. There's a galaxy right down the road.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. I'll get my mountain bike and go do it. So there was this um, news article that I found very, very entertaining. This uh, gentleman by the name of Mark Kern, he was a former Blizzard employee. He was a uh, dev on uh, Diablo II and World of Warcraft, but then he got fired. So he went and worked for Red 5, who made Firefall, and got fired. So he saw the, um, the simple start screen, right? And had to put his two cents on, on X. He said the start screen of a game can reveal a lot about how rushed the team was and how much pride they took in their work. Starfield's start screen either shows hasties hasty shipping deadlines by a passionate team overworked or a team that didn't care. So
1: or he or. got flamed. Yeah, <laughs> or it shows that they put the time and effort where it mattered.
0: How about when you guys read what the awesome Pete Hines, the head of publishing at Pete Bethesda, Hines.
2: this has been out in the news multiple times mm-hmm. uh, in yeah. articles because I read this multiple times. Or they designed what they wanted, and that's been our menu for years, and was one of the first things we settled on. Having opinion is one thing; questioning out, uh, our questioning out a developer's care because you would have done it different is highly unprofessional. Coming from another quote unquote.
1: Dev, <laughs> <And you laughs> <feel like> there's <laughs> a reason why this guy's been fired from two different studios. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's no doubt about it, and um, fired from a bad game. But I- I've met Pete Hines a couple times in person, t- uh, a couple times actually, and I've I've got into some conversations with the guy. He is really really cool guy. I like him a lot. If you ever get a chance to meet him, talk to him. He's a lot of fun. <clears throat> and he just he doesn't pull punches he does it in a professional way but the underlining shots fired is is always there i love it you're behind you on our reminds show.
1: Me of uh of, of wendy's on twitter <laughs> yeah <laughs> wendy's is great on twitter
0: <laughs> yeah i would absolutely love to have pete on this show i, would
2: I had love him to have any of the devs from that game on this show to be honest
0: yeah, I interviewed him on one of my previous podcasts, and the guy was so much fun to have on the show. Pete, oh, well,
1: come on. back.
0: Let's do it. Well, Anytime back. you want, man. We'll do it.
1: Hey, speaking of Pete Hines, he also said during an interview that he's at over 150 to 160 hours on his current gameplay, and he hasn't even come close to the end of the game.
0: Yeah, that was during the GamesCon interview he had. That is just... 160 hours and he's not even close to the end like, the, the key yes. that is my current gameplay
1: yes yeah, so tell me how more. many games how many <laughs> games <laughs> has he had
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: he claims that there's over a thousand hours of gameplay in this current version take well you already did but take my money again because <laughs> right. dang a thousand like you think about it like buying the premium edition you're like wow a hundred bucks for a game but a hundred bucks for a thousand hours of entertainment, and, and that's, that's just one of. gameplay. That's great. That's that, is of. great. So that
2: is unheard of. I don't. Great. Skyrim, you can beat everything in that game in between 300 and 500 hours. Thousands of hours. Oh my god!
0: You think, about this, sleep. think about this, guys. <laughs> think about this. So hour. there is hundred and sixty-eight hours in a week. That's with no sleep, doing nothing else but playing the game. So, it would take you two weeks without sleeping to complete the game, and not doing anything else, but play the game.
1: Yeah, your math's a little off there.
0: It is a little off. Sorry. It is that's way, like, off. That's way off. Percent. Way off. That's like
1: That's like <laughs> eight weeks of eight weeks, doing yeah, yeah. nothing but playing.
0: I got the math correctly in my head for the, you know, how many hours in a week, but yeah, I completely <laughs> dropped the ball on the rest of it. Anyway, <laughs> you'd be half dead in two months or you would be dead
2: you'd die doing something you love
0: (laughs) my awesome point just got destroyed thanks
1: (laughs) (laughs) just just a disclaimer out there make sure you uh lots of posture checks and lots of water
0: yes bathroom breaks
1: get up and and walk touch grass every now and then and it's good.
2: especially if you're old farts like uh widget make sure you get up walk around so we don't get those blood clots forming watch it, sonny. I know where you
1: live you don't want to get yeah you definitely don't want to get a blood clot or You end up you know a little geriatric because you didn't move <laughs> Right, no, I lost. Him. See,
2: that's why we need to get everybody I forgot the name of that treadmill. The Omni. We gotta get everybody the Omni. That way they can keep moving while playing.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. that, that's, that's too much work. Okay,
0: Rook. So you had a couple more points you want to get into. What do you got, man?
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, so, do you play uh, Skyrim? And you look down. What do you see? The ground. Exactly. You don't see feet. You don't see a body standing there. Starfield does this right. Or not Starfield. uh, Star Citizen does this right. And I'm hoping Starfield does it. When you're in first person view, I hope that when you look down, you see a body instead of just empty air. (laughs) I've seen that too many times, um, especially in... Uh, Skyrim, mo- uh, more recently in Skyrim, uh, where you look down and you don't see a body. You don't see at least your legs when you jump. Yeah. Uh,
1: I haven't seen it in a Bethesda game yet, so...
0: I think the main...
1: It.
0: Yeah, I think the main reason they do that, though, is to save on processing.
1: Yeah, It does. So much else that you should be focusing on than your feet. I mean, I get I your point you right. Got, like, a, if you got like a foot fetish, then I mean, hey, but like, <laughs> well, doesn't matter. There's no I other believe, reason to see your. I believe in immersion. That's what and I say. And
2: If I look down and I don't see a body, I'm not really immersed anymore.
1: <laughs> and that's valid. That's fair. That, that, that is a valid point.
2: But that's just something I wonder about. Oh, but did you know? Um, speaking of bodies, you can hide your suit when you're in col- colonies or in breathable atmospheres. You can? That's cool. Yes. yes. I actually, actually saw that as well. One of, the sc- one of the screens they show when they're showing the deep dive, uh, one of them had down, if you looked at the bottom of the screen, you could see uh, press this button to hide suit. Um, oh, that's okay. actually going to be pretty cool. Um, that way you're not just walking around in your suit all the time in atmosphere, you can breathe, or when you're in colonies you can actually wear an outfit. That makes sense. Alright. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually something when I read that and I saw that, I was like, sweet, not just hiding a helmet,
0: but you're hiding the whole suit. That'll make things a lot more interesting. So I can have my ninja dogie underneath my suit and
1: <laughs> whip it out? Like, can you look down and see how swaggy really look? That's the question. <laughs> Damn it, stop bringing that back. You're
2: hurting my feelings. Uh, also, uh, something I wanted to bring up is... A few episodes back, we were talking about how uh, talking and being whatever you choose for like your traits and stuff can affect your uh, choices and conversations. Um, While that is true, persuasion checks are um, where those skill based checks base stuff is and these persuasion checks. It's turned. They've turned the persuasion checks and those kind of actions into a mini-game where you have to build up a certain number of things. Uh, it reminded me more of Oblivion where you could highlight your answers and see the person's face change. So They're bringing that back in their game and that's actually going to be interesting. I don't remember seeing that. I think it was Oblivion. But yeah, when you ch- uh, chose, when you highlighted the option of uh, what you wanted to select for your conversation, you could actually see the face of the NPC you're talking to change on whether they liked or hated what you're going to say.
1: Okay. I remember that in Oblivion, but then I completely... Hasn't been in any other game since then. forgot that I remembered it until you just brought it up, <laughs> right? It's been a while since I've played Oblivion. Yeah, yeah, but uh time. that'll be cool. If uh it'll be cool
2: to have it more of a mini game instead of you just selecting something and you say it. Now you gotta build up the conversation to get what you want.
0: Okay, what about uh, one thing I'm curious is that they always have some way in all their games, a little mini game for unlocking locks. So this is a future I'm assuming it's gonna be hacking. I'm just curious Possibly. how that's gonna look on this game.
2: All of a sudden they pull out the old uh bobby pin and uh <laughs> you got the old driver. school, <laughs> old school like padlock you're trying to pick. <laughs> no, that's going to be the one lock you can't get through because you have
0: all this modern technology and you forgot how to pick a lock. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind my plasma torch that so I use to mine minerals. You, yeah. a,
1: you, you go to open a lock and a little game of Minesweeper pops up you have to beat <laughs> it to open the lock. You're like, what? God, I hate that game. Oh, the new I, generation would never ever open a lock. They wouldn't <laughs> be able to do it.
2: I got when I was in the Navy, I had a guy uh that was my uh shop supervisor. He was uh he was sat there on my sweeper and beat it multiple times and was just clicking really fast. You ask him how he can see what's going on, and he's like, Oh yeah, I played it so much I what I see on the screen, I just instinctively know what to click.
1: I used to be really good at Minesweeper when I was younger too. I, used to I was never played in it. class because it was like the only game you could play on those old computers.
0: <laughs> yeah, when I was first doing IT, that was like the only game available. So when I was sitting there doing nothing, I played Minesweeper. Solitaire was my jam.
1: Back when the world was still black and white.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Watch it.
1: I played Minesweeper. <laughs> Boom. This was pre-Oregon Trail, guys. Pre-Oregon Trail. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Hey, pre-Oregon Trail now has a card game, all right? <laughs> I played Minesweeper on my floppy disks. Hey, it was preloaded to Windows, all right? Come on now. <laughs> it was Oregon Trail
0: that was preloaded to floppy disks. <laughs> all right, so they sure. did release a, a live-action trailer, and I got to admit... At the Games Con, so you haven't seen it? Check it out. It's actually really cool. Um, I thought it was really, really good CGI. I didn't realize it was actually live action until after.
1: Yeah, I had to go I, look at it. Well, I when I saw the video, it says it's it, it was titled, you know, Bethesda releases new live action Starfield trailer. So I, I kind of that gave it away for me. But. <laughs> yeah,
0: I didn't see that. I saw Games Con trailer.
2: You you know what that means, right? They now have no reason to make a live action series in the Starfield universe.
0: <laughs> no reason not to.
2: Yeah, a not to That's what I was trying to say I probably said the wrong words
1: That's okay You know, I oh,
0: messed up what four times now in this episode
1: <laughs> A live action series Based on Star You mean they're going to make a new season of Firefly Oh, oh. <laughs> Are you going to base it in
2: the UC Or freestar Star
1: co- uh, Collective uh, I believe that's over by the Free Star Collective Where's uh, like the Star. Old West Yeah that's the Old West is in the Free Star yeah, I would be cool with that. Yeah.
2: Firefly, the new series. Starfield. Firefly, Starfield. There you go.
0: We got uh, two emails. Well, one of them was a Twitter, and one of them was an email. Uh, you guys want to pick up the first one?
1: Uh, yeah, we got uh, Dr. Zayas, I believe. Is, hopefully, I didn't butcher your name. Uh, he says, Hello, crew. The premium edition of Starfield includes the feature DLC entitled Shattered Space Story Expansion. When I hear Shattered Space, I think of a dimensional rift in space. This expansion could introduce our first true alien-sentient race in the form of an extra-dimensional beings. What are your thoughts?
0: Honestly, when I see Shattered Space, what we talked about earlier comes to mind. Another war.
1: Yep, that's what I you
2: think know? of when I hear Shattered Space. That especially is exactly when you know what I was on. thinking. That when I
1: first saw that it came with that expansion, named that, I was like, oh, so we're going to have another colony war. Yeah. I was like... My first thoughts, and we did touch on the alien sentient race quite a bit in the last one, but like, I don't know. I, I'm i still of the opinion that we're we're already going to run into some, some sentient races that are intelligent throughout the universe. I could be wrong, but I know there's at least snake people out there. We've seen them in the trailers, so. Here's a little offshoot thought for you guys. They, they, they bring it
0: up as a story expansion. Do you think we're going to have like minor expansions?
2: uh that's a tough one um they might they might do something small but i would want them to do like stick with the bigger dlc expansions that way they can focus on making quality
0: expansions
1: well so I'll say, I, have, have they done that in any of their other games
0: mm. well they did like little minor things badges. in skyrim But they did have those big content ones. that Some of them did actually wind up changing different aspects of the game, like Skyrim lets you
1: build a house. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it would be nice if they do release some type of, like, you know, patches with extra story and, like, some free content that isn't going to be a pay-for-DLC. But we also know Bethesda
2: loves their mod sector so they'll probably just let them focus on the smaller stuff and then they uh bethesda themselves come out with the big dlcs
0: the big yeah. story yeah i can see but that yeah. a separate team doing like little minor content
1: create like um patches i mean at, at the moment i'm not super concerned with it because i mean we already have a, a thousand hours worth of content yeah. to try and get through valid so, um i plan on sometime in the next eight weeks at least getting some sleep so i i think i'll be working on that thousand hours of content for a while yeah That'd be- <laughs> yeah <laughs> find out find out the dlc
2: adds another 500 hours of content
0: <laughs> i'm assuming it's gonna uh, take me like six months to get through my first playthrough at least
2: one year later I we still haven't gone through our place <laughs> uh when i read Shattered Space, though. Um, it doesn't make me think of the colony war it makes me think of a multiple system spanning war with uh, probably all three all three major factions going at it
0: yes that's kind of what I was thinking too I wasn't really thinking another colony war just a giant space war yeah I think think Rooks are on the money on that
1: a giant war in the stars Um, that shatters space
0: time (laughs) we got a question from Twitter you want to get this one Rook? Hey
2: YardCell99, thanks for the second message. Uh, this one's from Twitter, former, uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, YardCell99 on there asked, uh, says, I wonder if there will be planets or moons that I can stand on due to do the cinematic Steadicam panoramic shot that they sh- uh, keep showing on the teasers. Now, my experience with most of their games, yes there will be plenty of planets and moons you can stand on and do these cool stuff. No, I don't shots. think it's
0: going to be specific to any particular planet. I think it's something you can do at any time you want. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've already confirmed that there is a camera in the game where you can take pictures and things like that. So I, would, I, I don't see why not. Like, yeah, they mentioned that in the uh, self, uh, deep dive.
0: He did mention, yeah. and I didn't put it in the, in the show notes, like talking about how he, wa- how he wants rubies or diamonds to glitter around him. Huh. I don't know about that.
2: That one, I don't know. Uh, that one, A, would depend upon your computer's processing power. <laughs> um, it would probably tax out the Xbox Series X's processing power. Um, because, But I would love to get a shot where you're standing over water and you see the ripples of the water. That would be awesome.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I could you see... actually brought up a good point with the whole rubies and diamonds thing. That, that also reminds me that if... If there's crafting in this game, which obviously there is, then that thousand hours of gameplay just turned into about 2,000 for (laughs) me. I get so lost in crafting. I
0: I was thinking the same thing, but based on the ship building and the base building. I'm going to wind up having like 10 different bases at least.
1: I wonder how bigger bases can get. There is a limit. Widget knows firsthand, like, I like crafting things, and... It's why still to this day, years and years and years later, I still play Minecraft when I when I have time and I'm waiting for a game like StarCraft to come out. Yeah. <laughs> if I need something to play, I jump on Minecraft and I just like craft things and, and, and farm resources. And, and if, if if that's part of this game, which I know it is, then, man, it's I'm going to have a hard time just following the story. I'm going to get so lost in all the other stuff.
0: Yeah, one thing that Heinz is mentioning in his interview is like how what gets you in this game is that you're free to do whatever you want. And he says he'll he'll wind up going and building bases for hours and hours and hours on end, getting resources and completely forgets about the story. And then goes to a city, and he goes to a city just to see how long he could stay in that city. Doing the content in that city.
2: (laughs) Uh, By the way, I gotta ask you, Archon, yeah. What is the next StarCraft coming out? The next Stark oh Star <laughs> you said StarCraft. <laughs>
1: Jeez, that was another game that I too long too long. Yeah,
2: <laughs> reminiscing about the old times. We need to get we need to uh, get back onto these young whippersnapper games.
0: Uh, well, guys, I think that's going to do it for our show today. Um, just a reminder, we are going to be having a normal recorded episode next Friday, and that's going to be a, like kind of a half episode, the pre-release, and then we're going to be doing the .5 episode, which will come out either Monday or Tuesday following. Um, and if you guys want to reach out to us, you can email us at any time with your comments, questions, concerns, and that's going to be starfieldraw at gmail.com. You can follow us on X at starfieldraw. You can follow me if you are inclined to do so. And that is at the widget. That's W-I-G-I-T.
2: Don't forget, we also got Facebook. You can always hit us up on there. Either me or Archon are always active on Facebook. Um, or if you want to hit me up on X, formerly
1: known as Twitter, you can hit me up at Rook213. Or you can find me on X at the TheArchon606. I want to give a quick shout out to our listeners. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we hit over 1,000 downloads this week alone already, and it's, it's blowing up, and it's because of you guys, and we love each and every one of you. Keep sending in your emails. We love talking about them on the show.
0: 2,000 total so far, a little over. Yeah. We're loving it. Can't do it without y'all. And um, the game's not even out yet. All right, guys. So that is it for our show this week. Uh, Have a wonderful week, and we'll talk to you guys next week.
1: See you next week, guys. Peace out.